0: Welcome to Team Genius Audio. I'm your host and coach, George Fushing. Thanks for tuning in to discover strategies, expertise, and techniques to help all teams become dream teams. We're covering team craft, product craft, and leadership craft. This episode first appeared as a live stream on YouTube. Join me every week on my channel to be part of the live cast as it happens. Search for George Fushing or Team Genius on YouTube. And now it is time for this episode. Thanks again for joining. Hello, hello, my name is George. Happy Friday to you. I hope you've had a good week together with your team. I have uh, come back from a few days uh, of in person work, which was uh, very great, together with a, a friend and partner here in uh, Portugal. And um, I've just uh, checked some of my messages and saw that, uh, and YouTube statistics as well as um, read accounts on uh, my blog articles. And it turns out that to this date, uh, the content that I have produced on the sprint goal is uh, still in demand. And I've also checked uh, elsewhere and it looks like, hmm, there must be something uh, to this sprint goal thing. So um, I certainly have a few stories accumulated uh, over the last uh, 10 years that I got to learn and uh, practice and uh, tweak the sprint goal uh, approaches. Uh, So let's start with uh, some of the background. So of course the sprint goal comes from uh, the Scrum framework where we are looking for a specific purpose for any given sprint or iteration that you're working on together with your team. Now, um, there are a few pitfalls that you might want to watch out for that we're going to cover as well. And uh, for some uh, um, situations it might be useful to even clarify what the actual real purpose is and how the sprint goal fits into the overarching construct of everything else that is going on in the Scrum framework and some uh, ancillary practices that might be out there. Okay, so following Simon uh, Sinek's advice, always start with why, let's delve into the purpose. The sprint goal is Actually, exactly that. It gives the sprint a purpose. A purpose that is uh, big enough to um, be elevated above all the items that the team is pulling into the sprint backlog from the product backlog. And it is also low enough to fit um, uh, multiple sprint goals towards a milestone on your product roadmap. Now, if product road mapping is something that um, you are still uh, working towards, or whether it's something that you already have it is definitely something that I would recommend doing because um, in itself it is a wonderful wonderful uh, middle layer that helps you to engage very well with your stakeholders and um, uh, also help to path away um, that helps you to realize the product vision but we can cover that in a future session now let's uh, come back to the sprint goal so it gives purpose And that also leads us to uh, the most common pitfalls that even I have to admit that I have fallen into um, for a period of time. The sprint goal is not... Um, plural it is singular there is only one sprint goal for every sprint I have made the mistake that for some reason or another I forgot about uh, the uh, what the sprint goal is actually supposed to be and we ended into the pitfall uh, that every item in the sprint backlog ended up as a sprint goal which is really really bad (laughs) and it was certainly not easy for us Uh, we kind of made it work and it uh, was okay but um, it uh, wasn't good and it uh, exposed us because if every item in your sprint backlog becomes a sprint goal and you as a team want to commit on each of those items, then um, you're, you're bound to fail at least part of, um, of what you were aiming for. Uh, which makes it difficult to have um, a sense of achievement at the end of the sprint. Um, not everything works out perfectly, so um, a couple of things can happen. One is you either play t- too safe and only take two, few it- uh, take few er, items into the sprint, um, or you get overambitious and uh, then you you fail your sprint goals. So best to actually do it properly. Remind ourselves that there is only one sprint goal out there and ensure that you have um, real clarity on what that actually is. So the sprint goal, how does it come about? It is um, set by the product owner necessarily, of course, in collaboration with uh, the team. So it's not a surprise uh, that it comes, it will be brought about in Product Backlog Refinement. You might recall if you've watched the live session on Product Backlog Refinement, that I've talked about the sprint goal, I've referenced the sprint goal there as well and um, it is uh, set by the uh, product owner ultimately and it is what motivates the choices of the development team when it comes to pulling items from the product backlog into the sprint backlog. It is one goal that is achievable in the sprint and it is a goal that helps the team to make some significant step forward towards realizing the product and um, hopefully you have a product roadmap, whichever is the next milestone on the product backlog uh, roadmap. It is at a level that should be um, easy enough to follow for busy stakeholders also so that it can have a meaningful conversation around it and it should be something of value to the end user. So, um, for example, if you were to think, um, well, uh, implement technology XYZ, um, who would understand what the value is if that was our sprint goal? If that works in your context, great, but most of the time it's not really so relevant. Uh, So if you're talking about a specific... um, kind of exposing my weakness here because I, I chose something that's very technical and that is not my strongest suit, but uh, I- implementing some technology that's uh, that's um, related to how your mm, your data storage works, uh, that might mean something to the technically inclined on your team, but uh, it wouldn't mean much to your end users in most contexts and it might not mean much to many of your stakeholders. But um, if you... Actually looked at what is the value that this particular technology um, would bring and elevate it there. Then it would be more around the um, the um, custom experience, the user experience. The uh, I'm I'm presuming so um, uh, re- reduce the um, loading experience of search results by whatever seconds or milliseconds or percent or whatever it uh, might be so if that is the goal that gives also a clear target for the development team to achieve so it is specific it is something that can be achieved in the sprint one would hope and um, it uh, also gives something that is measurable so necessarily would baseline and uh, work out what the experience is like right now and then set an achievable goal that it can uh, um, then translate as the sprint goal, excuse me. Um, so that might be something that is useful and stakeholders can understand that and uh, hopefully users can um, also understand that uh, better in those terms compared to the actual technological tweaks and tricks that uh, the team is then choosing in order to pursue that, right. So. Um, As I mentioned, the sprint goal is not uh, coming as a surprise in sprint planning. The sprint goal will have um, been uh, shared beforehand, um, potentially as early as uh, roadmap updates together with the team. We're saying, okay, so, you know, if this is the um, product roadmap milestone that we're pursuing, then largely we're speaking of these value chunks on the way to get there. And uh, then in product backlog refinement, um, you would then identify um, the actual items that would support these particular goals. Um, The other aspects that are worth considering when it comes to uh, sprint goals is um, that you might have some ideas for things that you cannot actually validate at the end of the sprint. So that's a little bit tricky. If you wanted to do that, um, but you actually need customer feedback for that, uh, then you would necessarily need to consider that before you declare that as the sprint goal as a team. Um, So for example, you could do that, Um, If you were able to actually achieve that already in the earlier part of the um, sprint, launch it to a smaller segment of your end users, um, hiding it through feature toggles and uh, and user segmentation from other parts of the user base, and um, then get the feedback through data analysis um, by the end of the sprint. Um, So if you're choosing something that can actually only be tested through feedback or um, usage, from your actual target audience as your sprint goal, make sure that you have the ability to actually validate that because otherwise you are at the end of the sprint and uh, you're looking together at uh, the sprint goal in the sprint review with your team and you don't have the data yet which means you cannot validate whether you've met the sprint goal so strictly speaking for all intents and purposes you have been unable to meet the sprint goal. What you can do is to um, split the sprint goal into uh, leading indicators and lagging indicators. The leading indicators would be something that you can actually validate at the time of the sprint review when the sprint ends. And you can supplement that with why you wanted to um, do this particular tweak as a lagging indicator where you need to get Um, usage statistics or customer feedback that you could do afterwards so that all depends on your ability to release um, the functionality or the the work into the hand of the users and get feedback Um, ideally you would obviously be able to um, uh, release whenever you want to depending on your setup that may not be um, possible so you need to bear in mind when you can actually validate your achievement of the um, sprint goal as you um, as you do that now i'm just taking my notes here what else we wanted to get through when it comes to the sprint goal yes ah yeah right Um, one other important aspect that uh, i like to reference is the motivational aspect now imagine If you didn't, it didn't set sprint goals and uh, all you did was to basically fill the sprint backlog um, based around the capacity of the team um, for any given sprint. And instead of sprint goals, all you do is you number your sprints. And imagine that in your team, you've been working together for a year, year and a half, and uh, you're looking at... Well, if your sprints are of two weeks length, then you might be at about you know 100, 150, or 200 uh, sprints, and you have your sprint uh, planning session. Say, hey, welcome to uh, sprint planning for sprint number 137. Our capacity is gonna be. 11 product backlog items or um, however many story points worth of capacity uh, based on people's absences and our historical performance as a team. What would you like to pull into the sprint backlog now? Mm, Yeah, obviously, what's at the top of the product backlog. Okay, great. So let's do it and get on with it. That's very mechanical and procedural and um, technically speaking, you would you know um, do it correctly with the absence though of a sprint goal. The sprint goal is um, an integral part of the Scrum framework. Without the sprint goal the team doesn't have any sense of purpose of why they're doing the work in the given sprint. Yes, you could remind them of the overarching product vision and uh, remind them of their um, service to the target audience through whichever technique you're practicing, um, uh, user personas, user archetypes, or um, whatever you're you're doing in order to maintain that uh, empathic uh, connection with the target audience but when it comes to the sprint by sprint experience there is very little sense of purpose or um, perhaps also urgency uh, because there is no grouping and no meaning to the bundle of work, the bundle of value that they are creating. So um, it's really helpful from a motivational point of view also to not skip the identification formulation of a compelling sprint goal because it will um, help to reinvigorate the team with a sense of purpose Uh, every single sprint and uh, provide more meaning to the work that uh, they are doing and uh, having a sense of purpose is very important of course especially for the world of knowledge work that uh, we're doing and without that it is quite difficult to carry it through um, the sprint it can become quite uh, mechanic so um, this is also another argument for doing that and uh, i wanted to reiterate something around the uh, stakeholder landscape when you um, interact with your stakeholders, uh, either in person or remotely, uh, or even when you do it through uh, um, information radiators in team spaces or team, or maybe be virtual or physical, it is also quite easy to, for you to broadcast or um, maintain transparency around the sprint goal. Uh, versus the items that are currently in progress, where it obviously takes more time for people to um, read through what is currently in the sprint backlog and what's being worked on by the team, and it's much easier for them to get a sense of what the team is working on um, if there is a sprint goal. So what is the team t- uh, up to this week? They're doing this item, that item, that, that, that item, that so item. People may not have the time or the cognitive um, attention uh, capacity based on everything else that's going on, for, their, for them in their work to absorb item by item by item information. So again, grouping them uh, into a meaningful goal and um, or associating them with a meaningful goal, the sprint goal is a lot better for stakeholder engagement as well. So um, that summarizes some of the key aspects that I wish for you to bear in mind when you are um, crafting your sprint goals. Um, Make sure they're meaningful, make sure they're compelling, make sure that you can achieve them and you have a way to measure and validate them by um, by the end of the sprint so that you can celebrate something at the sprint review. And that is the last thing that I wish to include. When you come to the sprint review, you check, whether you have met the sprint goal or not. If you have met the sprint goal, but you have not delivered every single item, that's okay, you still have met the sprint goal. You then put the items that were not completed back into the product backlog and go through them um, in refinement and uh, see whether they need to go into the next sprint to support the next sprint goal or whatever else you need to do. So can you have a successful sprint Um, If you don't deliver all the items, yes you can, as long as you have met the sprint goal. So uh, you need to be clear when you start the sprint and sprint planning, which items are required to realize the sprint goal and which items are an added bonus, if you will. So um, this is up for the uh, product owner to agree with the product uh, development team and uh, it is useful to ensure that uh, you um bear in mind that uh, not everything may go smoothly and you give yourself a good but challenging challenging sprint goal that helps you to uh, that helps to be achievable by the end of the sprint okay so that gives you something to celebrate by the end of uh, the sprint and uh, that will also help then with uh, continued motivation um, as you go over through your sprint cadence all right now these were all the ideas and uh, experiences that i have got to accumulate so far and with that i would like to thank you very much for tuning in i wish you all the best for the practice with your team thank you very much and goodbye